Hello Jets fans and welcome back to another post-game recap, game number 15 of the regular season at home against the Colorado Avalanche where we pulled off a 5-2 win. I'm joined here by Glenn. Hey everybody. My name is Ryan and we're going to recap the game that moved us. We're going to try. We're going to do our best. We moved to 9-5-1 and one on the season, third place in the Central. Glenn, what did you think of the game? You know what? I think this was one of their better complete games they've had this year. I was kind of worried coming out of Finland that they might lay an egg. You know, it's been a long time off, a full week since, game, since their last game, but they came out flying. We, I was watching the first period, and... I was very impressed by all the lines. Um, it was, yeah, it was something. I, I was watching in the first period, and I remember saying to you, Ryan, that, wow, this is this is the Jets of last year, where they use their speed, they use their skill to beat the other team, and uh, yeah, I think it was a, it was a good game. Well, you talk about the speed that the Jets had tonight and one noticeable player out there was number 26 the captain of the team he he may have had his best game of the season oh, one God. goal four assists he looked he looked a lot better I don't think he looked as good as he was last year still he had some chances where he could have showed his speed and he didn't quite do that but let's look at it. He's on a nine-game point streak. I think he has one goal and like, or two goals and like fifteen assists. I think. I said this to somebody. It, you know, today it was by far his best game of the year. But if he keeps making those passes that he's making, I don't care if he can't skate, because he is making some unbelievable passes on the power play and today even strength. And that was the biggest thing with me, is. His five-on-five five play up to, to till tonight was not very good, in my opinion. I'm, I'm not an expert, but just the eye test, he didn't look great. Tonight, he actually looked like Blake Wheeler. Yeah, and I think it goes back to what I was saying. He he still isn't what he was last year, but he looked he looked a lot better. He oh, was playing yeah. that five-on-five five game, and you were saying about his passes. That pass to Patrick Lane on the fourth goal for the Jets was unbelievable. That sauce pass across the slot. We called it halfway. It, the, it, I don't even think the puck had even left Wheeler's stick when we looked at each other and just said, scores. I don't even think we even saw the puck go in because we were already celebrating. It was just such a perfect pass. And when you can get it to Lane that quickly, that crisp, it's in the net. 99 times out of 100 to put it in line A terms. Unless he misses the net. But he hasn't missed the net much this this year. Like he's, I remember last year getting on another point. Line A has been shooting and he's last year he was missing a lot. Like he was trying to pick the corners. This year he hasn't been trying to pick those corners as much. Well at, at the beginning of the year he was missing but he was doing that last year as well. At the beginning of the season, we said, what's happening to this guy? Is he a bust? Obviously, we weren't thinking he was a bust, but he just had a slow start, and he picked it up. And now we're seeing that again this year. He scored four in Finland, and now 
the first game back, he does the same thing. He looked a lot stronger on 5-on-5 five five as well, though. He was battling for pucks a little more. He was a bit quicker. He was making some very nice moves. I really liked his game tonight. And you know who else I like tonight? Who? Don't say it. Nicholas Patan. Mm. It's your boy. It's your boy 2.0. <laughs> it's your boy 2.0. Yeah. He, he was really was good. He, he was... You know what? He, he had that one penalty, and, you know, they're going to do that. But, yeah, I, 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 have, I had no complaints about Patan. He didn't try and kill someone, which was good. And he has a lot more skill than Lemieux, if you ask me. Oh, 100%. This was a huge upgrade to have uh, Rosie and Patan on the same line. And out there, they looked amazing together. I, I don't know if they have the chemistry right now, but individually they looked really talented the, out there. I remember in the first period watching and their line, you know, still getting into the game, trying to watch, kind of busy around the house, but still watching and be like, wow, this line's doing really good. And then looking and seeing it was Patan, Roslick, and Cobb. And say, and I remember looking at you and saying, this is our fourth line. And they were absolutely dominating and dominating in the offensive zone and they weren't doing it by you know some like with the Tanev line and the Tanev and Lowry line they go by four check and they they work hard this was by total skill you know it's ironic mm. my phone's at 19% right now mm. it's your boy 2.0 and going back to what you were saying though he you right after he made a really nice play is when you said that, and I don't think you saw that. I think you ran away for a second Probably to let a dog a mix a drink or let a dog outside. But he made a really nice play on two on one to feed the puck to cop. Patan, Patan's issue has never been his skill. It's been, I don't know. We all love Patan. It's not a secret. Well, I don't know if. But he's never had an issue other than he hasn't been given a chance. And now that he's playing with... Two guys that have skill. like last Well, I year, don't know if you can say Cop has a lot Cop, of skill. Yeah, Cop, have, Cop has a certain skill set, but I don't know if it's his flashy play. But, but when you put him with Roslevic, he looks great out there. Yeah, exactly. And That's the biggest thing. Our fourth line finally has skill. Last year when you put Patan on the fourth line with who? Um... <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't even want to remember. But, but someone tweeted tonight. I saw it halfway through the game. Said, "Put Patan with Line." A. Yeah. And you know what? As, as much as I don't want to change the lines right now because in this game everyone looked like they were doing really well. Maybe it is something that you try later on. Oh, of course. That's the nice thing. That is the beauty of this team this year. Is we're so deep that we can try this. If we would have had line A with Tanev and Lowry last year, it wouldn't people, have worked. People, for one thing, would have been up in arms because we didn't have that depth. Well, no, I think we did. Well, and and, and people were up in arms this year as well. You know what? But it's it's also proving to be better. You know why? Because when they're with these guys, the the play is getting driven to the front of the net, and that's how Line is going to score his goals. Five on five, yeah. he just can't simply find enough open space five on five to do his to do his uh, 
to do his thing like he does on the power play where you need to make him go to the front of the net mm-hmm. and poke away at it. Like, look at Kyle Connor tonight. The guy can snipe it as well. But he scored his first goal right in front of that. He was hunkered right down in front, and he shoveled it on a backhand. That was on the power play, too. That, yeah, but... I was say that was on the power play. They're, uh, so, I guess let's use that to get into the power play for the Winnipeg Jets right now. How good is that power play? It's it, it's it's predictable, and at the beginning of the season, it really showed because everyone it, it, it is everyone's covering. It is predictable, but it doesn't matter because you have three different places where you're going to get scored on. Well, I think tonight it worked well because Colorado had no idea how to defend it. But we've played teams this year that know how to defend it. They very well cover that slot area, so there's no cross pass to Line. And there's no pass to Shifley. So you work it low to Connor, I guess, I think and then they, you have to pull it back up front. Watching it, I think they worked on it a lot in the last week. And, yeah, I agree with you. I know what you're saying. But but watching it, they, they've they refined it where they know where to go. Blake Wheeler is the quarterback of that power play, the first unit. And he knows exactly where to go when he needs to. Like the first one where Kyle Connor scored, that wasn't going to Kyle Connor. That went to Shifley. It was a rebound. Great goal. Second one, line A wide open, even though it went over three sticks. It's it's just well, and and we talked about that. Just Wheeler's the quarterback, as you just said, but his there's three sticks in the way, but he sauces it so nicely yeah. over his everything. Pa- his passing tonight was it's, amazing. It was. And it's such a well-oiled machine that when Wheeler makes the slightest step, that everyone else knows where to shift. Yeah. And they all do the right things, and it's it's perfect. But again, it's perfect against a team like Colorado, but we've seen it this year against teams... Colorado doesn't have a terrible power play. Penalty kill? Or sorry. <laughs> you know... That P word, something. Yeah, the their PK Subban. <laughs> but uh, you know, we had a good game tonight. But we also just beat a team that has lost now five in a row. You're looking at me like I'm crazy, but I, I I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. You know that. what? Google it and then fight me. <laughs> He's gonna Google it. Colorado's not the best team. They're a one-line, one-trick pony. I know Paul Maurice said before the game that... We're tied, hey, we, we were tied with them in the standings coming into this game. So Yeah, but we also haven't been that good this year. No. So Maurice said it best before the game is that we can't just focus on that one line because there's three other lines. Of course. But those that, that first line is the most dangerous line in the league so far. Yep. You're still looking that up, eh? You want to see how many they've lost in a row? Mm-hmm. You're looking at the standings. Mm-hmm. That's not going to help you any. <laughs> Might. Anywho, um, what do you think of Connor Hellebuck tonight? I think he played well. Um, he, uh, he played well. He, you know, the couple goals against... The one, the first goal against him was... That was just a beautiful goal. Short side, I watched that twice, three times on the replays, and it that was just a nice goal. The second one I didn't really see, so I, I can't really say, but he, 
Connor Hellebach, he's always so good. He's the complete opposite of what Andre Pavlik was. He is always playing the angles, and if he's going to let goals in, it's not because he's diving around and he's out of position. He's in position. He, that's why. Oh, I, and that's the biggest thing, right? And that's why like, I think that Jets fans have to kind of slow down with this year is there's been a few goals that go over his shoulder and stuff, but we have to understand that they've have they have smaller equipment in their on in their shoulder pads this year. Yeah. Oh, you know sure. what? It yeah. might be only a centimeter or two, but well, they have for a guy like too. for a guy like Connor Hellebuck who has been playing the angles and he was so angle orientated, that's oriented? a big deal. Is it oriented or oriented? I don't know. Take another drink. Hey, I I looked it up here. So Avalanche last five games lose three two to the Wild, lose six five to the Flames, lose seven six to the Canucks, lose four one to okay. the Predators. Lose five to the Jets. So yeah, they've they've lost five in a row now. So we're not beating the, the top tier teams in the league. But when you beat a team like when we beat Detroit, it's still a concerning. There was things that we weren't doing right, and it looked bad. This is the first game that we've played that I've watched where we didn't do something absolutely horrible. Well, the beginning of the third period. Didn't look great. We ran around a bit. They they scored to make it yeah, two one. That's gonna happen in a Oh game. yeah, but this is probably the most I, I'd say game. we played forty five minutes out of sixty. I'd Maybe say. in fifty minutes. Maybe in fifty five. This was the most complete game that the Jets have played this year. Oh, for sure. And that's what's nice about this. Even though you beat uh, a lower tier team, a team who's struggling right now, a team who doesn't really have a great goalie, a great defense. Varlamov, well, no, that's well Varlamov, Varlamov is, yeah. he's all so, right, so but he yeah. looked way out of position a couple times tonight, and he looked not very great. But I think you're giving more or less respect to the Avalanche than you should. I think the Jets played a very good game. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not saying we didn't play a great game. I'm just saying that I'd like to see this effort against Nashville, against oh, against we Toronto. But it's early. Oh, it is early, and we, and we are before and we were only actually, getting we were only getting twenty minutes before, and then we were seeing thirty 40, minutes, yeah. and then sometimes we're seeing forty minutes. Well, the, to the second, see the fifty game, minutes, the second game against Toronto, we played like this for thirty to forty minutes, and then we they shit the bet, so. And that's what I mean. You have to do this 50 minutes yep. or 60 minutes against every team if you want to have a chance at been, finishing top two in the to Central, top two in the West. I've been saying this to a lot of friends. That, and these are people that are 100% pro-Jets. They think that the Jets can do nothing wrong. And they said, oh, well, the Jets are in the playoffs right now. They're, they're obviously going to do well. And then I tell them, well... Most of our wins have been against teams that won't be in the playoffs or aren't in the playoffs right now. And the games that we've played against teams that are going to be in the playoffs or are in the playoffs right now, we've lost. But if you watch the games, the Jets have not played up their, to their potential. No, but I, the concern... The Jets have a lot of room to improve. 
The concern was, though, is is this team going to get back to what they were? And tonight was the first game of this year. Where we can say, yes, this is where they played to. How they played last. How they, yeah. yeah. I I don't know if they're 100% there. No. Well, no. they're not. But one game, it's one game. It's, exactly, it's, it's one it's a game. Beacon. It's it's something that you see and say, okay, I remember that from last year. Yeah, like watching the first fourteen games, I was watching and I said, this is not the same team I watched in February, March, April, May of last year. It wasn't. It was never the same team. It was it was close, but you could always see something different. This was the first game of this year where I remember I said, yes, that's the team I watched in April of last year. What we need to see is how they come back on Sunday against... You have no clue either. I can't remember who we play Sunday. (laughs) but It's been a long week off. Yeah. But if we come back on Sunday and do the same things that we did tonight, play with speed, um, lots of speed, and just making great passes doing the right things, not taking stupid penalties. I didn't really see a lot of stupid penalties. Well, slashing that, that Bufflin one penalty. Yeah. The hit after the whistle? Who knows? That's Buff being Buff. Yeah, and you know what? That probably hey, it, it's not the best penalty in the world, but you know what? That's Buff, what you signed Buff's up for when you signed him. Buff, Buff's allowed to do that because it probably scared that little guy again. <laughs> Never go down the board. What is it with him against uh, Colorado? Remember when he crushed Tyson Berry a few years ago? Absolutely buried him in the corner. Everyone came at him, and then he just threw everyone down the ice. And he kind of did that again tonight after he hit the guy after the whistle. Someone came after him, and he just pushed him away. The guy hits the ice, and that's that. He's a superstar. He's a fucking superstar. We'll have to get our Minnesota correspondent on. Uh, That's Minnesota to you? Sorry, my bad. Um, Yeah. So let's wrap this thing up. Probably good. We probably talked a lot. We talked. Did I talk loud? I don't know. Did you? I don't know. But my drink's almost empty, so I need to go mix another one. Thank you for joining us for this post-game recap. Might game not number even 15. Make post-games, but you'll get the outtakes for sure. Gwen, any last thoughts? Um, go Jets go, and uh, Ryan's going to be in Regina on Sunday, so he won't be able to be due to do the post-game on Sunday. Go Riders! Go Bombers! All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Too busy with his cousin, so I'm cutting this. I'm cutting it all. You're not. All right. Thank you for joining. Talk to you next time. Okay. Bye.